Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. I am so excited about today's guest, my new favorite song. And you guys know how like once I like a song, I listen to it on repeat forever and ever and ever until I find a new song months later that I listen to on repeat. I have not stopped listening to Boys Will Be Boys. It is such an anthem. It's like a you hurt me, but like screw you. I'm going to move on and I'm going to be better. And like this was not my fault. Like fuckboy anthem basically and it's called boys will be boys and it is amazing and it is by the amazing marion king she is a singer and songwriter she's also co-written and vocaled songs for like afrojack and tiesto and martin jensen so like uh epic so if you haven't heard her yes you have um but she is so amazing and she is such a force and so you know incredible in empowering women and people to you know know their worth and i know we're going to talk a lot about fuck boys in this episode and the concept of like boys will be boys and all that but you guys know i've said this before like fuck boy is just fuck person and you know in this example we're talking about boys but it can really relate to anyone so you guys know me i'm not like a screw men type of person like guys love you all um and i never want anybody to think that so just wanted to give that little disclaimer before we get into the episode but this episode is so great and really special we talk about you know a lot about situationships and how we get stuck in them. We talk about whether, you know, once a fuck boy, always a fuck boy, or can people change? We talk about exes coming back and reaching out after the fact and what that means and how to, you know, respond to that. Um, we talk about, you know, combating the feeling of being unworthy and how to know your worth and how to stop putting up with things that don't serve you and, and people who don't serve you. Um, we talk about the concept of changing people and if people can change and so much more. I am such a fan of Marion. I'm such a fan of boys will be boys. Oh my God. If you guys haven't seen me posting about it yet, now you'll realize like this is the song that has been behind every single TikTok I've posted lately. So let's get into it. Marion King, boys will be boys. Let's do it. All right, we are here. Marion King, welcome to Seeing Other People. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am so excited to have you here. There's so much I want to talk about. Before we get into all of it, before we get into the boys will be boys of it all, can you just give us a little background on who you are and you know what you're all about and what you're kind of doing with boys will be boys and your experiences? Yeah, so um, I'm Marion King. <laughs> I'm a singer-songwriter. Um, I am currently based from London, um, LA. I actually recently moved to LA to to do music and do some sessions over there. Uh, but I'm still finding myself coming back to London all the time. And I've, yeah, I've worked on music for a long time. I just released a single called Boys Will Be Boys. Finally, after so many months of teasing the song on TikTok, um, just everyone wanted me to release it. So now it's finally out in the world and I'm really, really excited uh, for everyone to have it. Yes. It's out. It's here. It's, it's real. It's less. It's <laughs> after like three months of like teasing it. It's so funny. I saw you like responded to somebody's TikTok asking like, why did it take so long? And it's like, there is so much that goes on behind the scenes in order to get a song actually oh out. But yeah, because it wasn't in the it wasn't in the plans really. I mean, we I, I wrote this song with two other girls in LA. We wrote the song under like literally was under three hours and wow. I was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to post a snippet on TikTok, see if people like it. And then, you know, like 
got half a million views like straight away i was like okay well <laughs> people like it a little people seem to like the song people like so it. yeah so my manager called me up she was like okay we uh, really need to figure this out and just try and and, and finish it and then put the song out uh, but yeah, every everything the process is long. You know, it takes it takes a while from the mixing, the mastering, do the artwork, yeah. do you know everything that concerns the song. So you know, it took a while, but now it's out. <laughs> now it's out. Okay, That's so <laughs> boys will be boys is literally like the ultimate get over the fuck boy anthem. Seriously, I mean, it's supposed to be like a female like empowerment tri- t- type of song and. Uh, when I wrote it, I was just really frustrated because I was in this sort of situation ship. I first start, started dating someone and I was like, I have no idea where this is going. So, you know, when it's like, it's either hell yes or hell no when it comes to dating. And this guy was a hell no because I was so confused about our like dating sort of story. I was like, does this guy like me? He seems interested, but at the same time, he's not. And I was just like, yeah, boys will be boys. I'm like, why am I dating someone who's immature when I could go for someone who's like a little bit older, you know, more mature, with head on the shoulders. So it's, yeah, I guess the song is about this really shitty situationship you get stuck in when you, when you first start dating someone, you know? Yeah. I like that you mentioned like it's either a hell yes or it's a hell no, but the, I feel like we say that, but we don't act on that. And that's how we get stuck in these situationships that like ruin us. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you, you actually, I feel like the, they did studies and they showed that the brain wants what they can't have. So we're always attracted to people who might treat us like they are not fully in. Cause if I had a guy texting me all the time, like, good morning, my lovely, or like, good night, whatever. And it was always there giving me the attention. I'd be like, Oh, like I'm, I'm Ovi. <laughs> right. So we always want something that's a little bit that puts us on the, on the edge a little bit. Yeah. And that's why we keep on going back to the same situations as girls. Yeah. Do you think a situationship, once you're in this kind of unknown territory, do you think that could ever actually turn into a relationship or like once a situationship, you're kind of doomed? Oh my God. Actually, this is, this is an interesting question. I, mm, I think if you get into the situationship, that type of zone, it's very hard to get to the relationship. Cause you, you, I think a, a woman knows from the very start, like you always have to trust your gut feeling when it comes to dating someone. And if you want to play around for sure, you know, you can just stay in the situation. If you want something serious, just like us women, we know, <laughs> like we have that gut feeling that it's just the absolute best. It's like that sixth sense, you know, you can't, it's, it's, you can't get wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, okay. When you were, you know, in this situation that inspired the song boys will be boys, were you thinking like, all right, I know something's wrong here, but I want to see if I can, you know, get through it and get to that other side and make it work. Or were you, you know, did you have that gut feeling of like, this isn't going anywhere? I definitely had that gut feeling yet. I was, I was staying there for like a little bit. And then when I got frustrated, that's when the song <laughs> happened. And that's why I wrote, you know, boys will be boys will be boys will be poison. They turn you into toys and then play with your emotions is li- the literal fuck boy anthem. 
yeah it's like they see you for you know like a like an object which I absolutely hate um but you know I I definitely knew I de- it doesn't happen to me a lot because I'm more of a serious I guess dating person like I like being in relationship mm-hmm. but I've been through that a few times too so I was like yeah super frustrated I was like and then I wrote the song with a female gang too so we all knew what was going on it wasn't right a session with it with another guy and then another girl it was all female and that's why the energy was so good and we wrote this super quickly yeah I love that. I want to read some other lyrics from the song that really stuck out to me because I feel like they really encompass, you know, what we feel when we're in dating situations and when we're trying to, you know, find that person and end up feeling like shit, I'm about to get hurt. Um, So, uh, but every time I give a little thinking this time would be different till you took a bite out of my heart. So that kind of makes me question you know, how do you, or how did you in this case, like get out of this situation and then let yourself trust somebody after this? Like, how do you, you know, move forward and say like, okay, this is a new person. Maybe this time it will be different without having that kind of cloud over your head of like every single time this is going to keep happening to me. But because you know what, like we always see the potential in people and we see what they could become. And that's why we try to give more and more and more until we're exhausted and we're like, okay, well, this is not working. And it's always the same thing. And this is the problem. We shouldn't see the potential in someone. We should just trust the the flags, the green flags, the red flags, <laughs> all sorts of colors. And then, you know, decide whether we want to be with them or not. Um, and that's why I was like, every time I give a little thing at this time, it would be different, but it actually never happens because you always get stuck in the situation if you don't see the signs, you know, yeah. you have to trust the signs, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It's so hard when we want something to work so badly that we'll kind of like ignore them or, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt. And like, I'm the queen of giving people the benefit of the doubt really? to a point oh where it hurts God. me. Yeah, absolutely. So you've had that before many times. Yeah. Oh my God. So many times. I mean, I thankfully, like <laughs> I ended up in a like amazing relationship and I, I feel really lucky for that, but definitely <laughs> it'll happen. Trust me. I went through my fair share of shit before getting here so I feel like I I put in my hours and and it was earned in a way (laughs) oh Jesus but see like you 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 get the bad the bad the bad until you get the good good. and you know actually what you want after you like study all of them like what did I do wrong in here here?" yeah exactly okay so I have to ask I saw a post on your TikTok of a text from your ex that says Marion, I stumbled across your TikTok as I was remembering the good times we had and just seen you wrote a fuckboy song about me. LOL. I mean, come on, really. I'm sorry I made you feel that way, but that song is an exaggeration. I don't know what to say. Uh, ta-da-da-da. <laughs> what the actual fuck? No, I actually just got this text randomly because we stopped texting for a long time. And I don't know, he kind of, and he's not even on TikTok. This is the thing. I'm like, how did you stumble on my TikTok and send me this huge ass text about I'm just like you just want attention he he came back with that text he clearly I mean he's claiming that's about him typical you know sort of narcissist I'm like yeah I'm back you know I'm trying to get back into your life because I'm seeing you know you posted a song about me but I think it's ridiculous no I mean 
And I was like, I told, I told the people on TikTok, guys, should I reply to this? Should I just keep you all entertained and like see what he replies back? So we shall see. It's just annoying when they all come back. Like they literally all come back. So yeah. Annoying. It's funny like that he's not on TikTok because I can imagine like so people saw this and sent it to him. Oh my God. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. I think that's probably what happened. But you know what? Honestly, like props to him for like realizing, oh shit, this is probably about me. And hopefully like registering like, oh, I did something wrong here. Yeah. But it's not, he's like, I don't know what to say. He says like, it's an exaggeration. He's assuming that song is about him. I'm like, you're not the only guy I've dated. True. Uh, hello. Very, very, very <laughs> so, true. Sorry, babes. Like I am, you know, who tells you that's about you? I, I just. <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, it, is, it is about him, but you right. know, let's face it. But. But like, you don't just, want him to have that satisfaction absolutely not so that's why i'm just probably going to reply and keep everyone entertained oh please do I'm, I'm ready i'm on the edge of my seat i can't wait maybe I need to see, see maybe you can help me figure out the next text yeah like, what, what would you say back it depends i think what your like what message you want to get across just be like you know not everything revolves around him type of type of energy you know it's, yeah he fucked up so now he's coming back and you know, what, what is he trying to get from that tax attention? He wants to try to mend things with me. Like what's the right. goal? Like what's the goal? You it's know? also in a way like this isn't about him. Like, yes, it's based on something that he did and, and actions he did, but it's really about how it impacted you and how you want to now move forward and, you know, process and, and move on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We don't have time for those type of boys. Yeah. Boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> Literally will be boys. Um, no, I mean, honestly, if it were me, I would, and, and I wanted him to, you know, not necessarily think it's about him, but also maybe like leave him questioning. I think I'd say something along the lines of like, Hey, not everything's about you. Um, but if you think that it could be that maybe you need to do some self-reflection on how you treated me. Oh, that's spicy. Yeah. That is actually spicy. <laughs> this is what I'm going to say. I think you should do some reflection. You should look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Tell yourself, I'm a boy <laughs> and I need to become a man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, we don't do any more boy dating. We, we date mature men from now on. Yes. We try to. We try to. <laughs> okay. We speaking. We put in the universe. Yes. Speaking of what has been going on in your dating life since this situation ship ended oh my god well to be honest i've taken some time off to actually do that reflection of myself so that's great <laughs> like, you know just just taking some time off really focus on music focus on getting the song um done doing all the artwork i've traveled a lot um you know i was in la and then i, I came back to london um, and then I went to Sicily to film some content for the single and really, really focused on just, I, I know it sounds cliche, but becoming the best version of myself, you know, after breakups, there's, you know, they say like with every breakup the you know, the girl becomes hotter and, you know, better. And, and this is why, you know, I, I'm, I want to focus on my glow <laughs> after the, the last one. So yeah, a lot of time with myself and I'm still on the dating apps, but nothing has really, nothing has really struck me yet. Like, 
nothing. And the, no. But there's nothing wrong with that because I think you're doing everything that you should be doing and everything that you can be doing, you know, to end up in a better position next time. Yeah. And I think that's so important, you know, especially like after a situationship like this or after getting hurt, I think some people want to jump right back into dating to, you know, find that person that doesn't hurt them and to prove to themselves like they can be loved and yeah. they can have good experiences. But I think oftentimes when you jump back in, like you're not ready. You're not ready. And this is what I did, you know, uh, straight after I broke up, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's time for me to go back into dating. So I, I was on Hinge and Tinder and I was like, let me see what's out there. But I, and I went a few dates and I just kind of like, I got burnt out. I was like, I'm, I feel like I'm not ready for this. It's too, too soon. So I feel like after a breakup, it's good to give yourself some time to, to actually take care of yourself it, more than like heal, take care of yourself, you know, get in the best shape, the best diet, the best everything. And then when you're ready mentally as well as physically, then you can start you know yeah because also I think all of those things help you you know know your worth yeah and that's so important in terms of not letting people walk all over you and not letting people treat you like shit yeah yeah and and I feel like if you don't give yourself that time to reflect and you're gonna jump probably in the same situation you've had before yeah and this is what usually happens. So, you know, a time, time for you, time for myself is always, is always good. And I, I actually love that. So maybe soon I'll be ready. To maybe. maybe. And, and you know what? Now people know, now any guy that dates, you know, knows what they can't do to you. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, that's actually true. I've never thought about that. I like that. Now they know, you know, oh, you know, Marion, you're a musician. Let's, let me see your music that's out. And then this that comes up in that playlist. I'm like, okay, I need to behave. Yep. Well, it's so funny because I, I definitely yeah. had experiences like that too, like with the podcast. And, you know, I had guys ask like, oh, are you going to, you know, talk about me on the podcast? Are you going to make a meme about me and post it on Hinge? And it's like, oh my God. I would jokingly be like, I mean, if you do something to deserve it, but I like, <laughs> I would never actually, like, I definitely didn't want, you know, people to not yeah. want to date me because of that. But I also, you know, it was really empowering for me to have my past dating experiences out there for, you know, these guys to listen to and them to be like, damn, like, she has been really hurt before. And clearly, that's impacted her. And I don't want to be somebody to do this to her, because now I can actually like hear the effect that that has. Yeah. Yeah, but also, you know, it kind of puts you on a different level because you're aware of your standards yeah. and what you allow and what you can't allow in your life. And I think that's such a power to have. Yeah. Um, and that that's why, I mean, it takes a long time to, to get there, but it's it's an amazing power to have. Yeah. Know your worth, know what your standards are, and if they can't meet them, then boy, bye. Exactly. And it's like, it's so much harder than it sounds to like say boy bye. But at the same time, if you know what you want, then you know what you don't want. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's absolutely, I mean, my case. And to be honest, I mean, having high standards is actually a good thing because that filters out a lot of sort of bad people that you might be, yeah. you might start dating. So having standards keep, you know, keep the, the bad boys out there at bay and then you can allow the good people to come into your life, you know. And it's all about energies, you know, at the same time. 
Yeah, it's absolutely. Energy too. Yeah. So I have to ask, what have your dating app experiences been like? My dating, oh my goodness. Okay, which what dating app are we talking about? Whichever one you want to go for. Uh, actually, okay, so I'm going to be positive and say, I mean, Tinder has been great. I mean, it's it hasn't, it hasn't, I haven't dated a lot of people from Tinder, but all my experiences have been quite good. Um, you know, I had one relationship from Tinder. I've had one before. And then, you know, like dating has been great. And then I got Hinge actually recently, I think it was two months ago, two months ago. And I mean, it was a disaster. I mean, the 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 whole I mean the 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 first date with this guy was an absolute disaster. Like I was wearing white, he brought his dog. I hope he's not listening to this one. <laughs> brought his dog to the date I was wearing white the dog jumped on me I was like fully covered in stains oh my god I mean I'm I'm not a vegetarian or vegan so but you know he decided to go to a vegan restaurant because the dog was allowed in the restaurant and I I got that you know I was like completely do you like dogs I absolutely love dogs they're my favorite animal okay animal I just thought you know for the first date like bringing this huge dog <laughs> like it was a little um I don't know it was it was like a little bit weird and you know he started drinking a lot during the date so I was like okay well hinge delete <laughs> does okay what I have to ask like what are the reputations of these apps in the UK because obviously I know in the US it's like hinge is you know you could definitely end up in situationships forever from hinge but it's technically for you know people who want relationships and tinder is really known as like a hookup app like for maybe in the last five years i don't know anybody who's actually like used tinder and met somebody off of it here i actually had my longest relationship from uh, you met this guy from tinder yeah believe it or not yeah i was with this guy for two years and a half wow and i met him from tinder so that's why I, I got I went back to that app because I was like, well, I got a, a serious relationship. It for you, yeah. So it actually worked for me. Maybe I'm I might be one of the few. I don't. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Well, that's why I asked, like, what the reputation is. Yeah. So Tinder, everyone knows. I feel like everyone tells me Tinder is a hookup app. But okay. if you're really good at filtering, yeah, then you might end up with someone nice. Um, I think people in the UK use Bumble a lot. I've never used that app before, um, but they you know, everyone, all my friends have had good experiences with it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Hinge, I think Hinge too. I don't, I don't really know. I can't tell you because I'm not an experienced Hinge person. Well, I love that this has been your experience because I think it's so important for people to, you know, hear that and realize like there's not one right way to use apps and there's not necessarily like just because an app works for your friend doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So people always ask me like, what apps should they get on? And I'm like, Try a few different ones and see that's what true. works for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the best thing ever. You know, you get three, <laughs> you download three one day, and then you go on to a different date with with each like a app, different person from each app, and then see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, yeah, but I'm not a dating expert, I guess. I I have no idea. I for myself, I even I don't know which one is best. And that's okay. You don't need to know. Yeah. You don't need to know. (laughs) What do you think is the best one? 
What would you say is the best one? For me personally, I had the most success off of Hinge. I had Bumble. I mean, I had Tinder in like 2012 um, when I was like in college and not actually yes. like meeting people. But yeah. I never actually went on a date from Bumble. And like I had JSwipe, which was one of the Jewish apps and like all these other apps. And the only app I actually personally had success on was Hinge. And that is the app that I met my boyfriend on. Um Oh, and, I love that for you. Yeah. yeah. So that was nice for me. Like even, you know, before I worked at Hinge, I was like, oh, like this is the app that I use and that I think works for me. So great. And then, you know, I met him on Hinge after I was no longer working there. So it was kind of this like nice full circle moment. But again, you know, I have friends who use Hinge who have had absolutely no success. And I have friends who have had so much success on Bumble and on Coffee Meets Bagel and these like, maybe like little, like smaller, more specific apps like Locks Club and Foreplay. So there are so many, it's like millions of cats, like millions of apps. (laughs) And you just gotta, you gotta find the one that works for you. That's true. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, you know, just cause you said that, maybe I should give it a go. Maybe you never maybe know you if you, it. if you, and you know what, if you end up meeting your person on it, I will be waiting yeah. for the wedding invitation. <laughs> it's happening. Go. It's happening. Put that in the universe. <laughs> yes. Okay. So kind of switching gears. Um, I want to go back to boys will be boys for a bit. What is, I know it just came out, but in yeah. the process of writing it of the last few months, you know, teasing it and, and hearing people's reactions to it. What has been like the biggest lesson you've learned from boys will be boys as a whole. In terms of like lyrics or when I wrote it or like from putting in on TikTok. Both, both either. I mean, I, I just learned, I mean, from putting on TikTok, I just learned that you can't really predict what people will like as an artist. Mm -hmm. You know, I sometimes think I'm just going to post a song on TikTok and you know, it's one of the most emotional ones and I love it so much. And then no one cares. (laughs) And then when I, when I actually think the song is okay and it's actually not that great and that post it, it actually takes off. So yeah, TikTok is unpredictable, but I absolutely love the platform. I think it just gave me a little like boost in confidence as an artist and it made me realize that it's easier to reach people out there on that app than on Instagram, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Cause totally. Instagram now it's sort of harder to you to predict and manage. So yeah, absolutely love that. And I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like girls really connected to boys will be boys just because especially girls from like, like 17 to like 28 or something like that. Because we've all been through those situationships. We've all had at least once. So that's why it's kind of like um, it, it connects all, all of us together. And I've got my female gang on, on TikTok who is absolutely amazing. And they all love this song. And they're all like, I'm blasting it in my car. Like, I'm sending this to my ex. So, oh, my God, this is healing me because I've been through this recently. And I actually feel so good to give someone a song that helps them to get over someone or make them feel better and it just I don't know it makes me feel fulfilled in a way yeah I love that so much and when I listened to it I was like damn I like wish I was going through a breakup right now or I wish like (laughs) some guy just fucked me over so I could like scream this (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly like I'm going to add it to my workout playlist because I think it like really like gives you that energy um do you have any songs that have you know been that for you like going through a breakup or helping you get through a really tough time or get over somebody 
Oh my God. So recently, I mean, I've rediscovered, it's probably not for months. I've been obsessed with Arctic Monkeys. I absolutely love them. I've just seen them at Reading Festival. That's why my voice is currently fucked because I was in the crowd screaming so loud every, every song. And, you know, it was one of the best experiences ever. So Arctic Monkeys, absolute favorites, um, definitely helped me get over a lot of people in my past. Yeah, I love um, that. Then what do I have? I mean, Madonna. Madonna is always my number one. Uh, Lord, uh, you know, Liability. That song is so good. Julia Michaels. I'm a huge fan of Julia Michaels. Like all her songs are so good. Like post breakup, best, 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 best songs ever. Um, and who else? Yeah. I have like a varied music taste. I feel like I listen to, you know, I went from Arctic Monkeys to Madonna. Yeah, to Lord, I was just thinking to that. Michaels. Like there's like all sorts of music. <laughs> I just pulled up um, the last like really difficult breakup that I went through um, yeah. was I guess in what, like 2019 or 2018. I just pulled up my playlist that I listened to on repeat oh, during yeah. that time. It's called Feeling Good in all caps. Good with like, like five O's in the middle and three exclamation points at the end. No tears left. to. It's very basic compared to yours, but no tears left to cry. Like that came out right in time. And okay. I'm like, I'll keep crying, but soon I'll have no tears left to cry. Oh, I love that song. That's um, actually a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Heart to break Kim Petras. Love her. Oh, love love that song. Um, Young blood, five seconds of summer. <laughs> Oh my God, Young Blood. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I listened I to Summer. Oh. I listened to those songs on repeat. On repeat. Sick. And I haven't listened to them since. I can't. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, because it kind of brings you back to. I just associate them with that. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Do you think that's crazy? What music can do, like in our brain? It's, it's the like most mind blowing thing in the world. It's it's so beautiful though. It's so mind-blowing how much like emotion hearing a song can elicit yeah that's so true I mean and but sometimes you know you get to a point where like you actually hate the song yeah because it reminds you of them and I, ha I have like few songs like that I'm just like oh like some Adele tracks Adele was one of my she is still one of the my biggest most incredible female artist like in the world she's an absolute legend but you know growing up like set fire to the rain I can't listen to that song anymore yeah I can't because like I associate that with my you know first young love and and I literally I'm like set fire to the rain uh pass <laughs> and and you say that song and now I just remember driving home in high school from my high school boyfriend's yeah. house it was playing every single time I would drive home in like the months leading to me going to college and us breaking up so now I have like that oh my in my head just from hearing yeah. you say the name of the song right it's Don't you crazy. Think it's, that's, that's crazy that's why I love music I know <laughs> Well, the funny thing it. is the breakup yeah. that I had that playlist from, it was with a guy who worked in music and who like was a musician. And so oh, yeah. for, for the first few months, I actually couldn't listen to music. I like swore music off because just the concept of music in general, like was so painful to me. Off. Yeah. And so making that playlist was like my attempt to like take back music. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Can you imagine someone makes you feel that shitty that you stop listening to music for a couple of months? 
horrible literally horrible why no one does that to me because that would, that's gonna be a tragedy for yeah. me <laughs> yeah like, that can't sorry, happen sorry, that can't manager. Happen. <laughs> sorry manager i can't i can't write any songs for the next two months so yeah. I'm, just, like, <laughs> I'm just gonna disappear now you can call call me in 90 days <laughs> no yeah we are that yeah that's that's wild that's yeah wild. um okay back to some questions i have these are kind of more um more on the fun side Oh, do you think you've ever been a fuck girl? Do I? Oh, I, I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> I've definitely been there before. I am not, I'm not saying like I'm perfect. I've had my sort of, uh, uh, hot girl summer vibes where, you know, I was just having fun and I broke few hearts and without realizing it, cause you know, when you just don't care, you don't want to date, but then somehow you end up speaking to people and they actually care about you and they actually start liking you, but you're just not in the headspace because you've been through an absolute worst breakup of your life. Well, that happened to me. So I, I don't know if I would call myself a fuck girl, but definitely, you know, like no strings. How do you say like no strings, no strings attached, attached type of vibe I've been there before yeah yeah how do you think because like obviously like when you say it like that it it is it is truly innocent like your intention is not to hurt people and so I guess what like how do you navigate it or how can somebody navigate that phase which is a completely acceptable phase to have that we've all been in but like how do we do that without you know crossing that line where somebody does really get hurt I think, I don't know, like honest communication and just being open from the very start, what you want and what, you know, what your stage, like where you are in life with, with dating and everything. I think, um, yeah, there's been a few times where I actually wanted to keep it for myself because I didn't want to share that just because I didn't want to get into sad mode. So people thought, oh, you know, maybe she's ready to date. Well, actually I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah no but I think I think next time if I'm in that situation I think honest communication and being super open with what you actually want from a person is extremely important yeah I agree and I think if people were able to do that more then we wouldn't feel so screwed over you know yeah and it's like we're all in our heads in this like era we're just all in that on our phones on TikTok, on Instagram, it's just all up here. And we find it so hard to actually connect with someone genuinely because we're all afraid of getting hurt. We're all afraid of just meeting the fuck boy or the the, the guy meeting the fuck girl, you know, like the same, same pattern over and over again. We just, it's like a, the era of, I don't know, being so scared and emotionally vulnerable. I feel like that's what we are living at the moment maybe sure i'd actually write a song about that <laughs> i would listen i would put it, play it on repeat now. you're making yeah. me talk and now i have ideas <laughs> i love it well the funny thing oh, is God. it's like we're all so afraid to say what we feel but yes. in saying in communicating that that's how we prevent other people from getting hurt and that's how we prevent ourselves from getting hurt because we're being open about what's going on up here but we're so afraid to do that because we don't know how. And we think just like the act of being vulnerable is going to come yeah. back to bite us. But like, no, that's what's going to actually tell somebody what's going on in your head and where you're at. Yeah. So, and I feel like we know, we all know that, but why don't we do that? <laughs> like, 
We all say it, but we don't do it. I mean, we all know it's taking not- vitamins every day is really good for us, but we don't all we do don't- it. <laughs> We don't do it. We do the IV drips instead. <laughs> yeah, when we're feeling like hell, <laughs> like absolute like, death. No, seriously, have you ever done those? This is actually really good. I I haven't, except for in a position where like I'm deathly ill and have to go to the ER, and then it like cures oh my, me. Maybe but... I should actually go because like my voice, it is going. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if that would help with your voice, but maybe. Yeah, no, I know. Every time I do vitamin drips, though, because they put magnesium, I feel so sleepy afterwards. Like, I feel like I want to take the longest nap ever. I mean, maybe that would also help. (laughs) I don't see how a long nap could make you feel worse. So, yeah, that's actually true. Except for when you wake up and you're like, wait, what day is it? Where am I? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened to me like two days ago. I was like, after that festival, I didn't sleep for two days. And I was just like, what dimension am I? And yeah. now I'm feeling the, how do you say the festival blues? Yeah, festival. yeah. I get I'm like, like yeah. post-concert depression, PCD, I call it. Do you, yeah, do you get that? Oh I my get God. that all the time. Yes. Yeah. And what do you do to get over it? Because I feel like I'm still stuck in that. Get tickets for the next one. <laughs> Have something to look forward to. <laughs> that's well, that's so pretty much the only cure I've found. So it's it's well, a deathly cycle. Yeah. Exactly. All right. You should hang in New York, by the way, if you're there now. Oh, yes. I I mean I, I'm always here. We should go to a concert together. One hundred percent. Please. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'll even let you open me to up to more music genres other than just oh basic my. pop. Even though I Please. do have a very like eclectic taste also. I just yeah gravitate towards basic pop (laughs) yeah i love that though i'm a pop girl at heart this is like it's my number one love is pop and then i listen to all those different genres because i grew up in different countries you know i i was raised in italy and then i i I came to the uk and then i was i was also raised here and then i moved to the u.s so that's why my brain thinks differently about music italian music and british and underground and pop and dance oh I was reading that was about you like yeah, before we did this and I was like that is so cool. Yeah. I just grew up in in a little town outside of New York City <laughs> that like I, I love hated. New York though. I I, w- I wish I was a New Yorker. New Yorkers are savages. I love New York. <laughs> There's no other people like New Yorkers like well, I can train you. Come come through. I'll train you. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think once a fuck boy, always a fuck boy, or can people change? I think people can change for sure, but they can change for the person they love, and they can change for the person they actually want to change for. So it has to come from them and not from you. Um, I think sometimes, you know, when we're in a relationship, we always try to like create this picture perfect guy. We, ch- we try to change this and we tell them don't do that and don't do that. And it's a recipe for disaster. Uh, Cause I've been there. I tried to change people and it never worked. Never. So one of my biggest lessons that I've learned <laughs> in my dating life, is like, do not try to change them. It has to come from them. Always, always, always. And a guy can change with someone they truly adore and love. And that's when you that's that's when you'll see that happening. Otherwise it's no well, game over. And you and on that change. same note, you shouldn't want to, you know, meet somebody and, and feel like I have to change this person. Or yeah, you know, they'd be problem. they'd be perfect if or it would work out if. It's like yes. there's somebody out there who you don't have to change anything about them and they don't have to change anything about you. And like that's worth 
waiting for and finding. Yeah, that actually, when you say that actually makes me feel at peace because, you know, when you meet the right person, you just know and it feels easy. Yeah. I'm talking like I met the right one, but I'm <laughs> But, you know, every, all my so friends they are say. like, <laughs> they say, my best friends say that, <laughs> that it's just easy and it's easy to, to be with them and you don't have to feel that pressure, you know, oh my God. Do I look good? Oh, yeah. da, 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 like all that bullshit. So yeah, change has to come from them. Absolutely. On my my third date with Jake was the day after I got my COVID vaccine, my first one, and I was not well. Like he literally had to like put my jacket on for me and cut oh my, my food for me. And after, you know, oh, we were on this date for like four hours or so. And I was like, all right, yeah. well, I'm going to go home and watch One Tree Hill for the rest of the day. Like, if you want to come, you can. And he did. And the second I got back to my apartment, I changed into sweatpants and a sweatshirt. And I was like, all right, I'm fully myself with this person. And I feel so comfortable That's- on a third date doing this. Wow. On a third date? Third date changed into sweatpants and a sweatshirt while I was feeling like shit. And that was a really big sign for me of like, all right, I can really be myself with this person as opposed to so many other people I dated where I felt like I had to try so hard and, you know, always be perfect and be putting my best foot forward. Like, no, this was just felt so comfortable and natural. See that. And that's, that's what I was like referring to. It has to feel like that. Yeah. For you to think, oh, you know, they, they are the right ones. They make me feel comfortable, even if I look like shit. <laughs> exactly. All right. What is your idea of a perfect first date? Oh, my. Oh, I've had some crazy first dates, to be honest. I mean, my crazy good or crazy, crazy, crazy good. And also crazy, crazy, but crazy good. My, pa- I don't know, flying someone. <laughs> Love that. Like flying someone. No, that would be like a blind date. I never, I actually never done that on the first day. I did that on the third date. I flew and we had a third date in a different country. That is um, so, that's like my dream. <laughs> that is your dream. Well, tell Jake, I want to go somewhere. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to the airport with a packed bag and just, you know, say, give me a ticket to the next flight that I can get on. And he won't do it with me. <laughs> it's the thrill of it. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, also, you know, I'm a foodie. I love, I enjoy food. And I know, you know, a nice sort of candlelight dinner with incredible Italian food, maybe like a Michelin star because I'm a bougie bitch. Um, <laughs> that would that would be really, really nice. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I guess I wouldn't do cinema dates on the first day. No. That's like, absolutely no. Nope. No. Cinema dates, no juice dates, no sort of like I want the guy to put a little bit of effort into the first date um and choose something really nice so yeah either restaurant maybe flying somewhere maybe I don't know flying (laughs) somewhere to a Michelin star restaurant in Italy fuck yes I'm Italian so done I love it that would be like guys listening you know what to do You've got my attention now. (laughs) Um, What is the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you on a date? The most embarrassing thing that has happened. I had to call my best friend. uh, It was like 20 minutes in the date. I realized he was not the right person. Like he was like a catfish. So he was not the guy I saw on Tinder. Oh my God. And this guy shows up and he's like, you know, older than his pictures. He looks 
a different body shape, um, different face, everything. And I was like, okay, well, I've been catfish. So then I go to the bathroom. I was like, Katie, please call me. Like, you need to just like pretend like you need my help, this and that, da, da, da. So then my best friend called me. I, I come back to the table. I'm literally walking with my phone in my hands. I'm like, yes, I'm going to be there like in a second. Uh, I'm so sorry. Like, how this happened to you? Da, da, da. I said to the guy, I'm so sorry. Like 20 minutes in. I was like, oh I'm so God. sorry. Like, I just have to go. I didn't want to have that catfish conversation. I didn't want to be like, oh, you look different than the pictures and like waste time just saying that. I was just like, I'm so done. I'm just, I'm just going to go. See, and normally I'd be like, no, like try and stick it out for the date. But like, if that's just if it's a bad date. If they're actually like not who they showed they were and said they were like, yeah, goodbye. Leave Yo, now. He, he looks completely different from his pictures like 10 years older, bigger. Like he looked like an absolute crabfish. Yeah. I was just like, OMG, what the fuck do I do? I was like, I was like, please call me and tell me you have an emergency. And I was walking. I was like, sorry, I really have to go. Like oh, I, I felt bad. I'm just like, you catfish me fully. Like yeah. what am I supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> I support it. I support it. Um, okay. So. <laughs> and okay. My last question for you, and this is my favorite question to ask is what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever received? I've ever received. Or you've ever heard, or that I've you have to give. Best dating, know your worth. Oh my goodness! This, especially after you know the sort of past dating experience that I've had, know my worth. Know how to set your standards and set them really, really high. And if they can't reach them, then let them stay below you, because that is honestly what's going to make you like successful in a, in a dating. Uh, in your dating life, like knowing your worth and your standards and then just being yourself. You know, sometimes we go and we try to appear perfect or we ch- we try to change them. Oh, because he likes volleyball, then I'm going to like volleyball or like, because he likes this and I like that. Super confident in your skin. Confidence makes everyone attractive. Everyone. No matter how you look, no matter what you've been through, fake it till you make a baby. <laughs> Set standards high and know your worth. I These love it. Three, three best pieces of advice I have. I love it. And I love like the the whole know your worth. I know we talked about this earlier too, but like, mm-hmm. I think there's one line in boys will be boys that like really stuck out to me. And I was old enough to know it's not my fault. And I think that only comes with, you know, knowing your worth and knowing who you are. And I think that was, you know, one thing that I really struggled with in some of the really bad dating situations I was in where I would always blame myself or be like, what's wrong with me? Or like, what did I do to get in this situation again? And, you know, to be able to go through something that's painful and say like, you know what, like, this isn't my fault. That's Um, so empowering. So like, of course, when I say I'm old enough to know it's not my fault, it it implies that I've been through those stages where I've learned what you just said. Like, I am not blaming myself anymore because it's, it's, it's not about me. If it's the wrong person, it's just the wrong person. It's not, I haven't done, you know, anything. And I, I know now who I am, you know, and, it, but it takes a journey and, and it takes yeah. a lot of those like failed experiences, which are fine, you know, but to, to learn what you are and how you should be in a relationship and what your standards are. So yeah, absolutely. 
we shouldn't blame ourselves. I feel like us as women just do that all the time and all the time. We're like, yeah, we are strong. We're empowered. Yeah, and this we is are. most empower women. This song. And it is. It is. All right. Where yeah. can everybody f- listen to Boys Will Be Boys? And is there anything else you're working on that you have coming out that you want people to know about? Yes. So I actually have another single coming out. Um, I think it's going to come out in two months. It's going to, uh, it's called uh, Back to Strangers. Um, but Boys Will Be Boys is out on every platform on Spotify. Apple Music, every, every, every platform. There's going to be an acoustic version coming out soon, which I'm very excited about. I've seen you tease Um, that on TikTok. It sounds so good. I love it. And uh, yeah, and then, you know, I'm always on TikTok for whoever wants to follow my journey and on Instagram and yeah, we can all connect there and have a little chat and share experiences. Amazing. Marion, thank you so much this for being here. This has been a pleasure here. to talk to you. This oh, has been amazing. I love it. And literally, I right before this, I recorded me singing along to Boys Will Be Boys, and I am probably going to be using it in the background of every single TikTok I make for the foreseeable Please. future. So <laughs> it's amazing. I am obsessed. And yeah, I will link everything in the so show much. notes, you guys. And of course, I will share the song and everything you need to know about Marion too the Instagram story so make sure you're following along at seeing other people and yes absolutely yes. Marianne I'm so excited to well, thank you for watch this all blow this up and, and empower people all over the world oh, yeah let's make it happen let's, let's make it make happen, happen. <laughs> alright thanks everyone for well, tuning thank in so thank, thank you, you. Marianne I'll talk to you guys soon <laughs>